Hi, I'm Destiny. And I'm Sam. And you're listening to Unmuted with Destiny and Sam. A podcast where faith, culture, and friendship intertwine. So I'm Sam. I am a Jamaican. At times you'll hear my Jamaican accent come out, a proud Jamaican at least. And I'm currently a shift coordinator at an assisted living facility. And I am looking towards doing my bachelor's degree in nursing. You're looking towards doing it or you're doing it? I'm in the process of doing it. (laughs) So I'm currently working on my prerequisites to... Um, go into the registered, um, into the nursing bit to BSN. That's what they call it. Something like huh? that. It's called, it's nursing with um, BSN, but um, with your bachelor's degree. So it's a registered nurse with BSN. So yes, um, that's me. I am too hyper sometimes, not actively hyper, <laughs> but um I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to describe yourself. <laughs> but um I'm a lover of life and um I'm a lover of people. And um I'm a lover of Jesus. He is my everything and I do believe in him and that he's my sustainer and he's the one that's keeping me thus far. So We'll talk more about that um, in the podcast. I'm Destiny, and I'm from Florida. We still live here. That's where we are currently. And I'm actually from Florida. I didn't fly here or move here from another state or another country. And pretty much most of my family is from Florida as well. We're not transplants. So... Why are you laughing at me? I am currently a driver for Amazon. And maybe soon I'll be looking forward to doing my master's degree in counselor education, which is basically to be a school counselor. Um, I like music. Um, I play a couple instruments. We're going to try to implement some of that on here. Maybe not me playing instruments live on, on the podcast. Maybe so, but at least not now. But we'll in- implement it later, see how this all works out. And I also love Jesus. I was a, well, depending on what part of Christianity you're in. I was an evangelist for a while, and I was a youth pastor as well. And that's that's the basics about me, I guess. I'm not as hyper as Sam is, if you can tell, or maybe not. But we we decided to start this podcast because we felt like it was something that was on both of our hearts. Uh, it was it was on mine like months ago, but 
I didn't know how she would feel about it because she don't like like to be in front of nobody. I mean, I don't either, but I'll still do it more so than she will. But do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, as Destiny said that she had it on her heart. I pretty much got it um, while I was in devotion, you know, to ask her about us doing recordings. I was thinking of Bible study or something, but just recording and stuff like that. And um, she was like, yeah, I've actually been thinking about it. And I'm like, wow, that's nice. So here we are recording and we're hoping that it will touch lives and we're hoping that, you know, lives will be inspired by this podcast. And we really just want to highlight some of the things um, in our friendship that we have been through and, you know, some of the intentions that we have set for each other. And just to let you all know that we love Jesus. <laughs> so. that's, that's what we're going to lead with. We just we just lost like half of the audience. Oh, so what we do then? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. But yeah, we just want to give hope and encouragement to anyone out there who may find themselves in the situations that we've been in, either uh, by ourselves or together. And yeah, so in in this first podcast. Uh, we just wanted to talk about what inspired us to make this and um, talk a little bit about our friendship and actually what inspired us to call it Unmuted. So first, we thought we should start off talking about our friendship and how that's inspired us to start this podcast and how it's influenced other areas of our lives. And we're going to do that over the next two podcasts. This first one, though, because we think that another story, a story that's in the Bible, actually, we think that it will help us to better describe our friendship and kind of how things work with us and so without further ado we'll kind of jump into the topic which is Ruth and Naomi <laughs> yeah Ruth and Naomi I think many of us are familiar with the story of Ruth many times we hear along the lines of Ruth and Boaz but we really want to highlight the um, friendship between Ruth and Naomi so most people don't think about Ruth and Naomi really as friends. And we didn't really, well, I didn't. I don't know about her, but I didn't think about them as friends really either. It's just like mother and daughter-in-law. But then we took a closer look and saw so many of the ways that our lives translated into theirs. Yeah. And as I said before, like with Ruth and with Ruth, it was always the story about Boaz. Go find your Boaz, like how Ruth did. And um, I even have a whole book with becoming a Ruth and stuff like that. But nonetheless, it was just very um, eye-opening to us when we read the story and, you know, 
um, studied some more and realized like, hey, some of these stuff were played out in our life or in our friendship. <laughs> were played out in our friendship. So we're going to talk more about it. So here we have Ruth and Naomi. The basic story of them is that Ruth moved to the land of Moab with her husband. And then, you know, she had her sons there. Oh. (laughs) The basic story in Ruth is that Naomi moved to Moab with her husband. And, you know, they had two sons and the sons married two women there. And a little later on in the story, well, not too much later on, (laughs) the husband dies and the two sons die. So it's just the women there. And what does Naomi tell the, tell the, tell the, her daughters-in-law to do? It says, but Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, go return each of you to her mother's house. May the Lord deal kindly with you as you have dealt with with the dead and with me and it says the lord grant that you may find a home and rest each in the house of your husband then she kissed them and they wept aloud so in this naomi is pretty much telling these um her two daughter-in-laws to just leave go return yeah she told them to leave and then at first they were like no we're not gonna leave you But then again, she doubles down on what she says. And it's like, go, go on. I have nothing to offer you guys. And then she said, turn back, my daughters, go, for I am too old to have a husband. If I should say I have hope, even if I should have a husband tonight and should bear sons, would you therefore wait till till they were grown? Would you therefore refrain from marrying? No, my daughters, it is far more bitter for me than for you that the hand of the Lord is gone out against me. So she's saying, you going to wait for me to have more children? <laughs> I don't have anything else to give you. I, it kind of sounded like, you know, she don't really have no money or anything. And she's in this foreign land, technically, that she's not from. She was from Judah but she was in Moab. So I have nothing. Go. But then Ruth says these amazing words that I think we skip over so much because I had never read the intensity of actually what what she had said. And I'm going to read this. And all of the scripture that we've read so far is from Ruth chapter 1 by the way. So Orpah leaves, but then Ruth says to her, entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. And wherever wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if anything but death parts you and me. So in other words, those last lines that she said, till death 
to us part. Like, yeah, till death do us part. <laughs> like, where else do you hear these um famous words? Till death do us part. Like marriage. Exactly. That's the only, that's <laughs> that's the the only place that people think is like acceptable to say that. But I don't know. What do you? What were your initial thoughts when you realized what she actually said to Naomi? <laughs> I'm like, whoa. I'm like, this is strong. Um, what should you say? Con- conviction? I don't know the word to yeah, describe it's conviction. it. Conviction. Like it's strong language. Yeah. Definitely. The, you know, like she's saying Like she meant it. Yeah, like, God forbid. If anything should part us but death. And I'm like, but, you know, we just always read that verse 16. I've mm-hmm. literally, I don't recall reading down to verse 17 and getting that um, strong conviction about um, yeah. this, this scripture. And then too, we, as Destiny said, we, we pretty much seen this only in marriages when they're doing their vows saying, till death do us part. But here, Ruth is confessing to Naomi, saying, Naomi, wherever you go, I'll go. Whoever your people, whoever are your people, they are my people too. And your God will be my God. But guess what? Only death will separate me from you. And I'm like, wow. (laughs) Like, she don't have nothing to offer Ruth. Why why is it that only death will part us now, you know? Yeah, like why why is Ruth feel the need to be so loyal? Right. But I think this first part kind of reminded us of us. Yes. <laughs> Very much. We'll go into it more in depth on the next episode, but I think I can speak for myself and a I can say a little bit from what I've observed and experienced in Sam. Uh, we sometimes get to these points, like if, we, if we're at a low point or maybe not in the best mental state, we might tell each other to leave, leave or to like go leave yeah. each other alone I'm or leave me alone yeah. <laughs> or, or something to that effect. And that just came so strong. But then... For whatever reason, God has put it in our hearts to not go, no matter how strongly we try to push each other away at certain points. And usually it doesn't even have anything to do, you know, with anything that's going on in our friendship. It's just outside stuff and us being in a bad mood or bad mental space. Right. Or us, you know, just having our emotional breakdowns. Heck, sometimes it's even our period. What What's another <laughs> word for that, you know? <laughs> when we're going through our mood cycles and PMS? change. Yeah, uh, the yeah. PMS. Like, and we actually realize, too, that a lot of times, it's legitly during that times. Um, we, we, you know, we feel like, we're maybe um, of a bother to each other or we're a burden to each other or we don't have anything to offer each other. So, hey, you go. You know, it's better for me to be alone, just like how Naomi was yeah. expressing to to her two daughter, to her two daughter-in-laws, like, guys, I have nothing to offer you. 
Yeah, I could definitely see her feeling like she was going to be more of a burden to them than anything. I mean, she, I guess initially she had given them what she had to offer, which was her, her son. sons. Yeah. And they died and she didn't have no more sons. It doesn't really seem like, like I said earlier, like she had any money or right. anything like that. Because there were no breadwinners now. Yeah. You know? So she was like... Y'all can go and I'm going to just go back to Judah and mind my business and y'all can go to your people and and have a good life yeah. better than I can give you. And the thing is, um, in 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 that moment of Naomi's life, she was think she wasn't so much even thinking about herself, at least she she was really thinking about their best interest, you know, because She's saying she's going back to Judah. She don't know if she's going to find anything there or anything that she um left there. So she really didn't know what what other outcome will be there for her. And she was like, I can't have you guys um come into this. Go on to a better life. Go back to your mother's house. Go on, go see if you can find husbands and, you know, get married and stuff. So, but I... I can definitely identify with Naomi in feeling like just isolating myself because I have nothing to offer you right now. I'm not in the best of shape. I'm not in the, you know, mentally, I'm not even there. What can I offer you <laughs> at this point in time? And, you know, hearing roots, um, convictions come out that only death will do us part. For me personally, I could really identify that with um, destiny because there are many times when I'm going through my emotional breakdowns and she would be the one saying, Sam, I'm not going anywhere. It don't matter what you're going through. I'll be here for you. So that part really stood out so much to me. And I think that's why we so we are really highlighting this Ruth and Naomi story because we can, you know, readily identify with it now yeah and we live in like this culture this age where it's just so easy to say goodbye to people yeah. and people don't want to really make any meaningful connections or if they or like they it's like they're half in they always got one foot out the door so you know like you don't have anything significant of me so it's just going to be easy to sever ties if it should ever come to that point. Yeah. And I don't know, when we set out from the beginning, when we first became friends, that was a thing. Like, that was not an option because I wasn't interested in any more friendships like that. Even just relationships in general, no matter what they were, romantic relationships or maybe even family because like family can be trifling too sometimes <laughs> <laughs> that we're trifling <laughs> yeah but yeah in this this was very intentional and yeah. that's a word that we've used a lot over the past while since we've been friends and we're gonna talk about that a lot more in our next episode where we'll go more in depth into our friendship and how it has helped us along in life in these past few months and how we've grown more 
as people and in Christ yeah. as well. And as she was saying, you know, we do have this uh, mentality of, you know, the gift of goodbye where it's easy for us to say bye to each other. It's easy not to do the hard things, not confront each other or talk about the stuff that really bothers us. And um, we have been practicing these stuff in our in our friendship and we find that it helped like talking about the hard stuff. It is really hard. <laughs> yeah. And that's where, you know, we believe that unmuted um comes into play too. Like mm-hmm. revealing all the things that we feel like we can't talk, talk about. about. Right. Cause eventually if you keep stuff in long enough, I mean, everybody has a different tipping point, but eventually you're going to explode. Yeah. Maybe it's a small explosion. Maybe you let out a couple small explosions over time, but they're still there, still building up because you're not letting it all out. And I'm not saying like go dump all of, all of your stuff on one person right now, right right away. Uh, Use discernment, but yeah, don't just keep it all in. Find you somebody you can trust. If it's, nobody in your family then pray to god for a friend yeah <laughs> it's good and it's or, really you know well sorry but tell jesus but also <laughs> there's there's this thing you know especially in the black community where we don't we don't tell our stuff yeah we don't talk about it yeah we keep it all in because we got to be strong Mm-hmm. You know, we got to show that we're strong. So we probably go home like I know I'll go home and cry into my pillow, then come back out like nothing happened, you know, and still be all happy go lucky. But we find that's not healthy, you know. It, it, yeah, it's not. <laughs> and then like there, there are days when it's just a little thing that happened. But then it just feel like it's a whole... That sets off the chain. Yeah. And it's because we haven't been talking about the little stuff that's been happening. So they all, you know, mount up and then it just become a big explosion mm-hmm. just in one or day. Even, or even some of the big stuff that's happened. Right. People are still harboring from when they were teenagers, little children even. Yeah. Whatever yeah. has happened. So... It's good to have people around you. Yeah. Like Ruth was there for Naomi and she refused to leave because she knew. They showed loyalty and support to each other, you know, and we admire that. And and that's something we we have been intentional about cultivating in our friendship, you know, being loyal to each other and being supportive of each other no matter what. And we just want to really highlight some of those stuff and hope that you can get from it. You can learn from it and even maybe apply some to your lives. Um, especially in these times, many of us are single. <laughs> especially <laughs> and, us in the church. Yeah. <laughs> the both of us, we are single right now. And, um, and I feel like our friendship coming together, God um, designed our friendship to come together. I think that has helped us in a big way to um not be so focused on getting a man or being married per se you know because mm-hmm. i know for one that I, one season i'll be like when is he gonna come when is my husband gonna come but i mean 
us being in each other's life, like we being friends now, we have set goals that we want to um reach to like for one, me applying to go to um to nursing school. She supported me doing that. You get what I'm saying? And that's like a good thing. I don't have to be so focused on getting a man. Working on building myself up. She, she, Destiny, she helped me a lot in um, getting to know more of who I am, like describing who I am or talking about more of who I am or talking about the things that bothers me in t- instead of like, you know, keeping it all in, you know, stuff like that. So we really admire our friendship. Oh, <laughs> thank you. And um, for me, I I am more than grateful for her in this season. So, yeah. Everything that Sam just said, <laughs> double. Uh, <laughs> But to to tie in again, um, Naomi and Ruth in Ruth chapter three and verse one, I believe it says, then Naomi, her mother-in-law said to her, my daughter, shall I not seek security for you that it may be well with you? And at this point in the story, Boaz has been introduced and we all know that uh, Ruth and Boaz, sorry, Naomi and Boaz were related. And so Naomi's like, let me try to, let me try to hook this up. (laughs) Cause I, I, I feel like, um, I feel like she saw this as an opportunity to contribute something. Yeah. To back up pour into Ruth's life, you know? Yeah. Like like Ruth Ruth has. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So she was like, let me do this for you. Shall I not seek security for you that it may be well with you? And that's something as well in our friendship. Like we wish nothing but the best for each other and pray nothing but the best for each other always yeah we encourage other to to good works you know like there are days when i don't want to do devotion (laughs) sam you need to get up and go do devotion you know stuff like that um and it's not many times it's really not the big things you know sometimes it's just the the small things that um we encourage each other like just getting up 10 minutes earlier you know yeah yeah especially it's been a big encouragement with uh, doing spending time in the word and in prayer and just like she was saying that I encouraged her with school she encouraged me as well we were just talking about it I was I'd been considering this for like a year because a little less than a year, because I remember in 2018, I had already missed the deadline to apply to be able to start in, in 2019. So I had a long time to consider and <laughs> to wait. But she was like, you know, why not do it? And this could be the thing for you. So I did it. And I got in. I wasn't sure if I I would get in either because, you know, as a side note, I didn't get into grad school the first time I applied for it right after I finished my bachelor's. But that's a different story for a different day. Yeah. It's a whole ordeal. We got lots of testimonies to share here, but yeah. 
but um, support each other. Yes. Yes. And that's what she did. And that's what Naomi did to Ruth. That's what Ruth began the story doing for Naomi. And then that's what Naomi turned around and did for for Ruth. And then we see towards the end, well, at the very end of the book, at the very end of the story, because of all the love and support and the loyalty that happened between them, everybody wins in the end. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, this was what some of the women said to Naomi, you know, in light of what Destiny said about everybody winning. They were like, blessed be the Lord who has not left you this day without a close kinsman. And may his name be famous in Israel. And may he be to you a restorer of life and a nourisher and a supporter in your old age. For your daughter-in-law who loves you, who is better to you than seven sons, has borne him. So this was um, Naomi's grandson now. Right? Yeah, this was Naomi's grandson. And these were women looking in on Ruth's and Naomi's um, friendship now. And they were like, woman, you are blessed. Like Your one daughter-in-law yeah, is better than seven, seven sons. sons. Like That's woman? a big thing to say back then. <laughs> Even now in some countries, right. everybody wants the sons to do the work and everything. Yeah. But they were like, this one here, your daughter-in-law. She's better. She's better. And I guess we know um, how some stories can be with daughter-in-laws and mother-in-laws. So this is really um, a good story for us, even in that aspect, not only our friendship, but even um, with regards to daughter-in-law and mother-in-law that they can foster and, you know, um, develop a healthy and good relationship with each other. And everybody can win with loyalty and support. And loyalty is not done away with. It's not just in marriages, um, loyalty mm -hmm. um, coming to play, but friendship. And I do believe that in this season, like the things that we practice, yes, we, we want to get married. Yes, we want to have kids and have all those life. But many times what we cultivate during this time, during our single time, during our friendships and stuff like that, those are the things that will become evident um, during our marriage with our spouse, you know. So mm -hmm. this 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 story, it's, it's there's it's, many things that you can pull out from it. Yeah. But one thing that was just the one thing that we noticed that not everybody notices, because I've never heard that in a church or a Bible study anywhere that I've been, that Ruth and Naomi were friends. Do you have anything else to say? No. Are we done? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really um excited to to see um I'm really excited for this journey that we are embarking on. It's not an easy one, like for me for sure. I know this process is hard for me. I can Why talk is it hard for you. I can talk to her, but now I'm sharing my life with <laughs> with others, you know. I'm sharing my life. I'm being more open now. I'm used to talking to her and just her. <laughs> but, you know, this is really practicing being <laughs> unmuted. So this is new for me. And I, and I really hope that you enjoy this season with us and that you will just 
take something away and apply it to your lives and be blessed and be encouraged, you know, in all areas of your life because we are going to touch all areas of our all lives. Areas all of areas of life. So probably too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with what we have planned and hopefully we'll have some guests on as yes. well in a few in a few months well a few episodes we'll see how long it takes but with all that said i think this is a wrap for our first episode we hope you enjoyed it we hope you have subscribed (laughs) please subscribe leave a comment uh like it share it and rate us on whatever podcasting platform you find yourself on but especially apple podcasts (laughs) Thank you for listening and we look forward to sharing our lives with you some more. And we do look forward to your comments and, you know, stuff. So thank you. Also, all the scripture that we talked about will be in the show notes and our social media as well. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us. Have a good one.